Welcome to The Soul Connection, an exploration of the interconnectivity between our social influencers, physical and emotional well-being, with a spark of spirituality. Please welcome your host, The Soul Doctor, Dr. Christiane Lefferts, known as Dr. K. Welcome to The Soul Connection. I'm hanging around today talking to Ray Lloyd. Uh, you may know him as Glacier yeah. from the WCW right. in World Wrestling. Yeah. World Championship Wrestling. World yes. tra- Championship, championship <laughs> Wrestling, excuse me. That's why we say WCW. Yeah, I see that. I see that. But we just have a great conversation. You have coming up yeah. that is really showing the American roots to yeah. wrestling. You know, you've filled me in a little bit on your background, yeah. being kind of the all-American guy growing up. Oh, from thankfully, the- because of my, the way my, my parents really guided my brother and I, my twin brother, Ron and I. And, uh, yeah, I'm very, very fortunate to have grown up in a family with, as I was telling you earlier, and I, we, they were both from law enforcement, so we didn't have a lot of money, but we had a lot of love and stability in the home, which uh, as I've gotten older over the years, I've appreciated and, and valued more and more. Absolutely. You said, you know, you credit your success to the impact of good parents. Mm-hmm. And very I think much. sometimes it's so overlooked because life gets very busy now compared to when we were kids. Sure. It was not quite as fast paced. There might have been one parent that was stationed in the house or more <laughs> prevalent in the house yeah. or, you know, today's point in time in this country, both people are busting it to make a, a household run. Sure, sure, yeah. And you were very blessed with having a lot of good memories growing up you said you, oh yeah you grew up in a, in a christian home i did yeah very very fortunate for that and uh as i was telling you earlier when i, I went to uh, i was very fortunate to get a football scholarship to valdosta state university uh go blazers i like to throw that in there and uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it was my first experience uh going away to school where well, back then they had football dormitories we as a football team to get to, and everybody who came from all different worlds all different um, religious backgrounds and things like that. So it really, really opened my eyes to, to one, once again, how fortunate I was to come from a very stable home when I saw a lot of my teammates and, and buddies who didn't come from that. But also it opened my eyes to the fact that for the first time in my life, really, to um, people with other beliefs and other religions. And and, and I was really enthralled by, by what I learned, just, just, you know, what they believed. And and of course, just getting just getting exposed to that just uh, opened my eyes to the fact that my little world was not the the world there was and at least there's a lot more things out there to look at and at least at least be open to you know just to, to the experience yeah. of of what else the world how how other ways of the world people in the world think you know as far as religion and and family values and things like that and cultural and cultural absolutely i think that is fantastic because man if we took our young people and made them live with other cultures and yeah. other races and everything and they had to get along because in order for them to achieve the goal of being a successful team, you have to figure out yes. how to work together right. and respect one another. They have to live together. And live together, <laughs> exactly, which is even harder. Yeah. Uh, but what a great experience. It really you. was. And, you know, um, I, this is just something that uh, I, I just, I thank God for the, some of the friends I made there who are still some great friends of mine at this day. And ironically, um, I, I just got a message the other day from, Jim Goodman, who was my head football coach. And I, and I got, I, I went to college in the summer of 82. So 40 years ago, and, mm. and he just reached out and we, we, uh, he had a great career, went on, uh, coached with Denver Broncos for years and uh, he's retired living in Florida now. And, and 
but once again, a relationship that would never have been if it weren't been for, wouldn't have been for the the common bond of football and uh, and the fact that uh, he recruited me along with a lot of the people who are still my friends to this day. And I firmly believe it was because we were put in a a building with a bunch of rooms at a football dormitory, and we were forced to get to know each other. And uh, and that really really opened my eyes to a lot of things, and it built some bonds that that are still very strong today, as as, as if they were forty years ago. Which is, yeah. which I really am thankful for that. Yeah, that is phenomenal. Because I'm telling you, it probably helped you to make that next big move into wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. because of course it's going to build your character. Right, right, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, work ethic. I mean, uh, in the world of professional wrestling, uh, it's a it's a year round sport. I call it a sport. A lot of people, wrestling is a spectacle. I give it, absolutely, we know that professional wrestling uh, is, um, it's, it's, it's wildly popular today. Uh, It was popular when I was a kid. It's always had a tremendously, not only um, uh, a a large fan base, but a tremendously dedicated fan base. And, uh, and I was a big part. I still am, but I always say I'm a fan first. I still am. But, uh, but being a fan really allowed me to, um, to bring that passion to it, which is now having a school, uh, a very successful school in Atlanta uh, that it's one of the things I always say is that, you know, you can, you can, uh, you can want the fame and the fortune, but it's best to not want that first, because if you don't have the passion for this, it's going to beat you down either way. And if you don't have that passion to push you through it, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be even, it's going to beat you down even more. <laughs> so, well, yeah, you paid a toll. Oh, sure. Yeah. My body. <laughs> so, well, and, and uh, personally, professionally, emotionally, physically um, lost a lot of great friends in this business who died way, way too young to uh, uh, just, you know, some from, uh, you know, addiction to payment, which was a thing in the mid to late night professional wrestling. Um, and, uh, but just a lot of the, the, uh, the trauma that, uh, that you and I spoke about before we, we, we started yeah. recording is, um, you know, the head trauma that now has become a very, very big issue that it's always been an issue, but now there's, there's eyes and ears on it that there yes. weren't, there wasn't, there, there wasn't 30, 30, 25, 20 years ago, like, uh, when I was, um, uh, you know, doing this full time at the top of my game, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things when you were on your way and I was sitting here wondering, Wow, so this guy was at the top of wrestling. Hmm, I wonder if he's gonna be able to put the together. <laughs> <laughs> no, that. I knew you could do that. I, was like, I wonder what kind of residual effect he's got. Oh, and I, and and it it, uh, it I worry about it all the time. And uh, and some of my colleagues that are in the industry, we talk about it as we get older because we've seen uh, the generation before us. You know, okay. we, uh, here in, uh, here in Tampa, there's a, um, uh, wrestlers luncheon that we get together once every three months. And there's a lot of it for me, the, the kid that grew up being a fan, it yes. is, it is so unbelievable for me to go and, and sit and have lunch with these men and women who I idolized and, and, um, I always say my greatest accomplishment in wrestling. And I've had a lot of, you know, very thankful, thank God to have a lot of great accomplishments, but the one I consider the best really is to be accepted as a peer among the people who I really, really up to you know that they came before me and uh, and that's just I, it's an honor beyond words but but i see the residual effect that a lot of those men and women uh you know who are 20 years or so older than me mm-hmm. and and I, I see physically how beat up they are and, and and mentally sometimes how they've lost a step you know and 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 i worry and i wonder you know uh what what's to come you know so i, I try to stay ahead of the game as best i can as far as yeah, I bug my. I see my doctor probably a lot more than I should, which he he gives me a hard. He, he doesn't give me a hard time, but he jokes that he said he said you're like 
revolving door. You're here like all the time, <laughs> but I try to stay proactive and stay ahead of things, you know? So, yeah. because I know that I, I put my body through an awful lot of, uh, a lot of pressure and a lot of a beating. I mean, wrestling does that to you. So we crash into each other. You know, people who who they always say, "Oh, isn't that pro wrestling fake?" I always say, "Well, I really wish it was." You know? <laughs> wow. My body says different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said you had had some hip. I've had um, uh, I've had four knee operations. Uh, How many? Uh, four knee surgeries. I've four had uh, both hips replaced. Um, so uh, shoulder surgery, uh, my right ankle reconstructed. Yeah, it's it's it's, wow. it's taking a toll. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I just came from back from Arizona and I was talking to all integrative holistic doctors out there. And there's so much that I'm hoping that professional athletes will be able to uh, have in their repertoire. Oh. Well, even even our, our young athletes sure. before they start doing surgeries and everything right, right. Um, that hopefully will open up. So what I was doing out there was hosting a conference on health and freedom oh wow that's awesome and one of a few hosts but there are states that are more friendly and there are states that are less friendly <laughs> to alternative options sure. you know sure. and things like chinese medicine you can find regularly out there right. where you can't find it in florida right and these are things that offer alternatives you know there are there are merits to other oh yeah type of medical approaches absolutely, absolutely. but we might not be able to call them medical right, approaches right. yet traditionally up to the last hundred years they were right right I, <laughs> so I, I always have my one uh, quick story if i may just yeah when uh, i had when my shoulder um injury i had um uh, and this was one after i had surgery on my shoulder and i, and I injured it again and i didn't want to have surgery again but i didn't know what else to do because it just wouldn't seem to get to where it would be healed where it wouldn't hurt all the time and um i actually was in um Miami, we, we did, we did uh, Monday Nitro, our big show in Miami. I stayed over to visit a buddy of mine that was there. And, uh, and I kept saying, oh, wow, my shoulder, I just wish I could get my shoulder to get back to 100%. And he said, well, I had this, and this was 20 years ago. I said, uh, he said, I had this one guy that uh, he works with a lot of the University of Miami pitchers, and he does acupuncture. Mm -hmm. And I was, I told him, I said, look, first of all, I don't buy it. And I said, but I'm going to try anything because my shoulder hurts. Two sessions, two sessions, and my shoulder literally never bothered me again yeah. and uh, at least not for the next several years i mean over time you know <laughs> but but still i mean which because i was wrestling every week of the year then i needed to get well and i was not one i didn't want to because i was i saw a lot of with, with the, the the opiates and things that were actually happening back then and like i said a lot of my buddies um you know uh, are not here today because of this you know prescription pain medication that they yes. couldn't kick you know yeah. and uh, but uh, but yeah so i that from that time on i became very very open to to alternative holistic medicine because uh, I, I I saw it it felt it work you know when when I and I was the biggest skeptic going in I wasn't even rooting for it I was like this is not going to work and I was yeah. like holy cow wow well I'll have to talk to you um, I'm working with some folks out of Arizona oh, okay. and bringing in some uh, pain management oh. alternatives oh great yeah. so. Uh, which is a project behind the scenes, but we'll definitely sure. connect with that and, and I'll have more on that. All right, back to your wrestling life because, you know, kids, they're going through life and they have this idea of what they want to be when they grow up. <laughs> Did you ever think you were going to be this world-class wrestler and this journey for the rest of your life? Uh, the short answer is no. 
yeah. <laughs> I actually, um, I have a twin brother, like I said, my, my twin brother, Ron, and uh, we grew up in Brunswick, Georgia, which was uh, right on the Georgia-Florida line on the coast uh, of Georgia. And, uh, um, and my father was a big wrestling fan. And so he would take us to watch professional wrestling. And uh, eventually we, we would go to Jacksonville Coliseum, which uh, was a very still you know, legendary place for wrestling on Thursday nights, championship wrestling from Florida, which mm-hmm. was based out of Tampa. And, uh, and so I fell in love with it as a kid. Uh, there was a, uh, a brother tag team called the Jack and Jerry Briscoe. And we would always imagine that we were Jack and Jerry Briscoe because they won the NWA tag titles at one point. And we, we said, we're going to, one day we're, we're Jack and Jerry Briscoe. We're going to get the NWA world tag team titles one day and be champions. And, uh, and little did I know that eventually once uh, <laughs> you I got spoke older, it into existence. I did, I really did. And, yes. uh, um, and uh, eventually um, uh, I got into wrestling because of a few really good friends, uh, Rick Allen and Fred uh, Avery, who uh, uh, Fred helped train me, or actually did, he was my head trainer. They believed in because I wasn't really sure that this was something they could do. And uh, a former teammate of I, we, we trained together at the same time. And he, he wrestled for a few years and then um, got out of it. But uh, but I kept, uh, I kept on and then eventually, um, you know, I got the chance to to, to meet uh, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, who's one of the most iconic wrestlers of all time, and and uh, was my childhood hero. And um, and and that story is is probably for another time. But the long and short of it is uh, that eventually Dusty started his own company after WCW. My years in WCW, I went to work for him as his right hand guy, and eventually uh, under his uh, mentorship and his. Um, guidance. Uh, I actually ended up winning the NWA World Tag Team titles for a very short period of time, wow. but I don't care. I'm in the books. I'm yes, in the books. <laughs> you made it. Well, I mean, everybody has a dream and, and you want to be the top of it. And sure. part of what we've kind of went through this last couple years has been very traumatizing on the American public because it's disrupted a lot of dreams. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, Right now, you had said that that the wrestling phenomenon mm. has been growing, exploding in an upward explosion. Yeah. So, you know, people are starting to maybe reconnect right. what they liked before and, you know, getting past a lot of things that have happened because yeah. when they shut everything down and you and you start um, disbanding <laughs> big groups of people. Right. It's hard to get the momentum back, sure, but, but sure. you are finding it's it's on a resurgence. Right. It, it really is. I mean, professional wrestling, like I said, it's always had a, um, a a very dedicated audience. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I always thought of it as an American phenomenon, but you were telling me that your international audience basically is a multitude right. of what the American audience is. Oh, yeah, it's wrestling uh, throughout the world is huge. It's huge in the UK, huge. And uh, it has recently become very, very big in India, and hmm. uh, and it continues to go Germany. American wrestling, right, right. American professional wrestling, yes. Um, and of course, um, uh, as when we're as we're recording this right now, about three weeks ago was was um, uh, WrestleMania 38, I believe, which was in Dallas, uh, Texas. It was at the uh, Dallas Cowboy Stadium, a two night event where they sold out Cowboy Stadium two nights in a row, over 150,000 people wow. in two nights. Wow. So there's, um, that right there is proof enough that there's, there's a huge audience that's, uh, like I said, very dedicated, uh, very loyal audience. And I, I wake up every day and I thank God that I get to do this because uh, I, 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 for the last 35 years, I've been living a dream and it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. Even though there are some, you know, uh, aches and pains you've paid, we called, <laughs> we talked about it, you've paid yes. a toll, but in the end, it's your right to be able to to 
chase whatever your right. dream is in right. America, even if you're willing to pay the toll. Uh, and, and, and it's uh, it's it's not like I didn't know some of this was probably becoming, you know, <laughs> it's like, right. because, uh, but I will say this, I mean, I, I grew up, uh, I had a very, um, uh, I started very young studying martial arts. I had two two instructors who are still like father figures to me to this day. Yeah, and, you call um, them your mentors. They're not mentors very much, mm -hmm. and, and uh, they're both still alive. One just celebrated his 80th birthday, and uh, and I still wouldn't tangle with either one of them. <laughs> and wow. uh, I had some very good high school coaches. My high school offensive line coach is someone who lives up in Minnesota now, and I, I'm, we're still my um, uh, my three best buddies that I grew up with. One was my brother, and then my and 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 two of my other three best buddies, we all played offensive line together and we're still best friends to this day. And, uh, but we had one offensive line coach who was just John Cochran, who was an amazing force in our life, still is to this day. Um, my college coaches, I had some great college coaches that were, that we just, once again, I, I always, I realized that the good Lord really did. Every time I needed a, another mentor in the next chapter of my life, he always put it there. He really did. And, and it's one of the things that I didn't realize till later in life when yeah. I started re going, recapping and going, Wow, right when I needed someone for this, boom, this boom. person showed up. Yeah. And, and for the most part, they're all still, the ones that are still here with us, they're all still active in my life. I still touch base with them. I still have a great relationship with them. And it, and it's just, um, and so hopefully, because of my love for wrestling and, and being able to coach at a, at a great school in Atlanta, hopefully I can be that to somebody else now, you know, because yes. I feel like that's, uh, it's, it's a moral obligation to the, the legacy of the ones of my my mentors and coaches who aren't here anymore, just to, and to the ones that are, to still pass on what I was so fortunate enough to learn from them. Because if I don't, then I'm, I'm doing, you know, to me, I feel like I'm doing them a disservice if I don't pass along what uh, they share with me. Invested in absolutely, you. absolutely. And that really is something the next generation has to have. They have to have investors, right, right. and that's been some of the fallout as well with what has recently happened in our country. Is people are afraid to connect, invest in one another, um, and yeah. some people are so bond uh, bound by fear that they're afraid to even be in close contact right, with one another. Right. Oh yeah. And what a disservice it is it because is. you know. Especially the younger young men that are have all this energy and they they have aspirations <laughs> yes, and yeah. dreams. Chasing dream. Somebody needs to invest in sure. them yeah. so that you know it gets funneled maybe into a more productive outlet and, and, versus what they could possibly be doing right. with it out of frustration, right? Because they have no outlet for it right. and they have no guidance. No guidance. I was just about to say no guidance, and uh, and that's something that for me has been rewarding beyond words is um being able to because at my um the school where i uh, partnered with the guys the nightmare factory in atlanta which is um with qt marshall and cody rhodes and of course cody is the son of, of dusty rhodes and now he uh, went back to wfb and, and is having a, a a great run there already and, and but uh that environment that we have there and we have what i call a lot of the we do 12-week camps and people come from all over the country for their camps and i see a lot of what i was was uh the what i call dreamers and, yeah, and, well, uh, and wrong dreams, that. right? But um, but you know, it's I always say like you know we got to put together a game plan, or, or the dream's just gonna stay a dream. You know, we have to figure out what's the blueprint that make this come true, and or at least put us closer to that dream. And but I see so many people come, they maybe don't have some any support from anybody, and and I always say that um, in everybody's life, especially when someone chooses to pursue something like wrestling, they are a lot of people they have in their lives are called dream killers, and typically yeah. the dream killers are family and friends that don't mean to be dream killers yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that sounds like you know i'm here to tell you that that you can chase this you can 
you know, live this dream. You can make this a reality. It's going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to take the right attitude. It's going to take a lot of, of dedication. But if you want to do it, I can help show you how to do that. And 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 it's it's really rewarding for me to see um, just that I can play just a small part. And the, and some of the things that they they come back and they say, you know, like when you have someone who says, "Hey, I never had a bad figure in my life," you know, <laughs> I guess we, yes. this, you yeah. know, that's well, I mean. You can't even, you know, you can't put a price on that or you put can. it in the words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I know. I, I worked with kids. Um, yeah, as you were telling me, as you yeah. you've you had some amazing experiences too. That's, I apologize. I get a little emotional thinking about it. No, <laughs> yeah, that, I'm hoping that there are more people that take their platform that God has given them. Because so, so many times people get caught up in their own greatness and they forget sure. to see that there's a responsibility mm-hmm. when you're given an elevated position in society, there's a responsibility to yes. do something good with it. There is, and yes. we even talked about the, you know, dark versus light, because in every sport, there is a dark element that comes in yes. and there are, you know, your homegrown Christian <laughs> guy who comes in yeah. and I'm happy to hear you had made the comment that, that your profession is really cleaning up the image they are and, 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 and i've and, seen that a lot and i'm really happy to see that too i really am and uh because um you know it, it had a reputation for a long time and it's still in a lot of circles has a reputation of that people when you mention professional wrestling they think of this is just the something that takes place with the single light over the ring in this dark arena that's uh, some old bingo hall or just you know mm. there's cigarette smoke and god knows what going on in the dark out there you know but you know and, and granted uh, that, that image is there for a reason but but wrestling as a whole has really grown. Uh, and and it's, there's always been a certain a bit of wrestling that when I grew up, it was very family-friendly entertainment. Um, and it has gone through its cycle of, of uh, what we call the attitude era, but it came back to what is really more family-friendly now. And because that, I firmly believe, has, has legs, has yes. longevity. And, uh, and, and I'm really, really proud to be, a, to be a help, helping pro wrestling um, down that path. That, that it's yeah. contributing the way I can. To that, I always say professional wrestling, in my opinion, it, it should be like when the circus comes to town. You know, everybody yeah. wants to go see the circus. Because there's some you know? theatrics yeah. to Oh, it. absolutely. Absolutely. Look at oh, this. People looking at, yeah. <laughs> That's what they're, I want. That's your mini me. Yeah. Let me uh, see yeah there yes. you go. So, I love that uh, little but, um, action figure. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I always say to people, you know, I mean. You never that's know how great. your brain's gonna come to wrestling. I never dreamed I'd be running around with armor and a blue mask on, but uh <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the first thing I, I picked up. I was like, oh, you're mini me. Yes, <laughs> Look at that. Really, right, yeah. Those are and these are uh micro brawlers, which uh there's a company called Pro Wrestling Tees I'd love to give a shout out to um out of Chicago. Absolutely. And they um and, and and they they put these in their membership box back in December and they just sent them out. That they're available now, but uh but they do a great job, they really help um. Uh, wrestlers that are that are uh, at the biggest level, but also young uh, wrestlers who are just getting their past started, that they can have an online store and put their merchandise out there too, and just help build their brand. So they're they're doing yeah. a lot of really good stuff for a lot of um, for a lot of dreamers. Like I said, which, which uh, I put myself in that category. Well, and I, I believe that that is a um, kind of a underlying patriotic theme of America mm, that was built right. on dreams well, dream, and, and dreamers. You know, <laughs> you know? Who, who said you can't do that? Okay, well, watch me. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> they want to escape something, and right. they dreamt about a new beginning and right. a new country. And yeah. so the dreamers started this whole great yeah. American Absolutely. Uh, experiment <laughs> we are now living. So 
There's a couple other things I wanted to touch on with you. Uh, you are in the process of doing a movie. Yes. And I wanted you to tell us a little bit about the movie. Uh, you made a comment about baby faces and heels. <laughs> and so I, I got some lingo going here. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, share a little bit about the movie and, and how the flavor of wrestling comes into it okay. and, and some yeah. of this lingo and and how you, you know, kept it onto the, the PG side of life. Absolutely, yeah. Because really with what we're seeing today especially in florida it's a pretty hot discussion right. we're running out of family-friendly options right right and uh and, yeah and, and wrestling has always been uh, in my opinion when wrestling has always been at its best is when when you have good old-fashioned heroes and villains you know? yes. and, that's, and that's what wrestling is and in, in our world they're called heels or the, or the villains and baby faces are the heroes and ah. so, but the good guys and the bad guys you know yeah. and, uh, and so um and uh so uh my co-producing partner luther wilson and i we came and i will give him credit this is his original idea probably 10 years ago uh to put a, a film out there that um that showcase what's really, really good about profession, professional wrestling, really paints professional wrestling in a good light. Uh, there's a lot of movies out there. Uh, the one that the general audience, uh, even people who don't watch wrestling probably remember is um, in 2010, The Wrestler came out with Mickey Rourke. And, uh, mm -hmm. and it was nominated for a few Oscars. He had yes. a great performance in the movie. Uh, as a matter of fact, Ernest the Cat Miller, who was my tag team partner back in WCW, actually played the Ayatollah, which was Mickey Rourke's nemesis in the movie. And they have a big match at the end of the movie. And of course, Ernest has a great our film and uh but it, it showed the dark side of wrestling a lot and it's and which um which i totally understand they're they're certainly that side of our business um but there's a lot of really good about our business too like i said there's never been a movie that really celebrates wrestling and celebrates the wrestling fan and we decided that we wanted to make a movie that not only did that but did it in a very family-friendly way so that on saturday night everybody could sit down together the you know the the 12 year old and the the 92 year old yeah could sit down right. together and watch the movie and really feel like our goal my goal uh, and i know for both of luther and i both was to make a movie that when people sat down and watched it when it was over they they, they would go tell someone else hey wow wow you need to go see this movie you know and uh, you wouldn't have to cover you know, uh, your kids' eyes and ears, you know, through any parts of it. It's, um, it's or be a, intensely uncomfortable. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. exactly. And, um, and I always say that, uh, you know, there's a, there's enough of those movies out there and, uh, we're, we weren't trying to take a shot at anybody, any other kind of movies, but what we realized is that, um, the entertainment industry as a whole didn't really understand the side of the business that we always wanted to, to show people existed. And mm -hmm. so we said, okay, the only way this is ever, this story is only going to be told is for us to go tell it. So we set out on this path. We got the script done a few years ago. Um, good friend of ours, John Waterhouse, wrote the original draft of the film, who's an amazing writer out of Atlanta. And we're getting ready, hopefully uh, by the end of the year, to hopefully um, to put a distribution uh, deal in place and get this movie out there. But it's called The Unbreakable Bunch. And uh, right now we have our script. Uh, you can go to unbreakablebunch.com. You can see the website. Of, and it has, this movie has, uh, I always say it's like The Magnificent Seven Meets They Live, the sci-fi film. It's, it's an action adventure sci-fi film with a bunch of pro wrestlers falling there, a lot of Hall of Fame wrestlers. Um, there's also uh, Pinkla Thomas, who's former World Heavyweight Boxing Champ, Hall of Fame boxers in the movie, uh, a good friend of ours. Steve Lundquist, two-time Olympic gold medalist. Twimmer makes a cameo in the movie. But the, and a lot of great actors, um, like Adam Minarovich, who, uh, who from Walking Dead fame, uh, is, is, plays the uh, slimy promoter in our movie. So it's, uh, there's a lot <laughs> of great wrestlers and a lot of great actors in the film. And it's a film that it's a really good, Feel good ride. I think um, the main thing is we made a movie that once again celebrates what's great about wrestling, and we did it in a very family friendly way. 
And that was our goal. Um, to sum it up in one sentence, the, the, this movie is really about the, the beauty of camaraderie and, and, and how great that can be when you put a bunch of people together, guys, girls, whatever, who kind of have a common goal, a common dream. And they're all, I always say they're all going in the same lane, you know? Yes. And, and this is, this is what this movie is. It's a lot, very heartwarming story at times, which I don't think people are really going to expect, but it's a movie about a group of guys who come back together because they're great friends and, and it's the camaraderie that they, that they miss and the camaraderie they enjoy when they're together this is what makes this movie a great movie yeah. and a fun ride, I think, for people. You know, as you were talking about your wrestling life and, and the mentors from sports that you pulled through your life, I was really getting the feel of the veterans community because of how oh. they bond. Sure. Yeah. You know, they have a common core yes. that they all believe in at, at their heart. Absolutely. And there's a, a life bond that comes about and I'm, I do a lot of interviews with the Patriot community. Oh, There's wow. kind of the same a core, just general love for America. And I, I like to feature things that are pro-American, sure. that are, you know, good, decent, family friendly. Hopefully there's a good laugh along the Absolutely. way yeah, because yeah. that's lethargic for the soul. Yeah. You know, it's, they say that you need 40 smiles a day to produce enough dopamine oh, wow. to keep your mood enhanced. And oh. so, you know, being able to connect with each other and a smile and yeah. laugh and share those times together and then having the ability to take it and then share it with the world right. so that they can come smile and laugh with you absolutely and that's really what we want to do with this movie and and uh king haku who um the, the wrestling world will know he was tag team partners world tag team champs with andre the giant back in the day i know and, who that uh, is and, and yeah king haku is legendary in, in our business and you know but he's from the island of tonga uh, and over the years He's just—he's such a great, great friend to Luther and I both, uh, personally as well as professionally. And I've learned so much from him, just in the wrestling industry, because he's one of the greatest ever. But as a person, he's such a, a, a great person. But he's someone who, not—I didn't realize how much I took for granted being born and raised here. And when mm -hmm. you see someone like him, who is such a great person, uh, but who came from somewhere not here, and was so is so thankful that he was able to come here build a, a, a life here with his family and that uh, and live the American dream. And when yeah. you see someone firsthand who gets really, really emotional when, when he, you know, thinks about that journey. I mean, it, it's just, it's so inspiring for me. I'm so happy for him and, and his family and his sons have gone on to, some of them are, are wrestling now and, and they're doing great. And once again, it's his version of the American dream. And, and that's yes. a great thing to see. Uh, and so in, in the movie, you know, his character talks about that some, and, and, and that's great. Yeah, I it is because, because we people need to be reminded. <laughs> yeah, reminded, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he's legendary in the world of pro wrestling. He's definitely the toughest guy probably to ever lace up a pair of boots, but he is the, one of the kindest, gentlest souls you will ever meet. And, but once again, he came here with a dream and he built a career and a life here with his family and his, and his, his great wife. And, and, uh, and it's just, it's so great that we get, we were able to weave some of that story into his character in the film. It's really, really it is. cool. It sounds wonderful. I can't wait to see it. There's a lot of action. There's a good old classic, what I call Burt Reynolds, John Wayne style fight scenes, good old friendly fights in the movie. And, uh, and then there's, there's a, some... and no one is known as murder. Right. Right. It's, it's a, it was, we what talked about eight, eight team action. Yeah. Eight team style action. action. There's, there's is it, are... the, to hear you hear? It's our version, <laughs> our version of that. That is. Okay. But, but it is because at the end of the, the, the simple uh, synopsis of the story is, 
this group of wrestlers come back together to to help a friend of theirs and they they go on this wrestling tour with this promoter they also they never work for again yeah <laughs> and so you can imagine the uh, chaos that ensues there but then on the last stop we started in florida we really showcased florida in this movie we really wanted to do that because we don't feel like enough movies do that anymore and right. uh, everything's made in georgia now which i'm grateful i'm a georgia boy but we also say hey there's a lot of great you know, you can make you can show off Florida in a lot of ways, and yes. it deserves to be shown off. So, yes. um, so we uh, it's a story about a group that comes together. They go on this tour, and then they start in Florida. They end up in this small North Florida town. They have a couple of days off, and what they discover is that this part of this town has been overtaken by aliens. And so their job is to they when they could leave, they decide not to leave. They decide to stay and stand with the town to help take back the town. And it's a really, there's a lot of layers to the story. Um, uh, there's some great heroic moments in the story that uh, where our characters get to step out of being the wrestling hero and step into being an unlikely hero, maybe in other ways that they don't even know if they can pull off, you know? Uh, a really great moments in the movie. There's a lot of great action, but there's a lot of really good tender moments in the movie I think are really going to surprise people. Oh, that sounds like a winner. Sounds like a winner. Plus, I'm sure this will help promote more of the overall culture of wrestling for your schools, right, right. your vision, and the impact of the mentor mentors on the next generation. Next generation. That's that's all good. And the last thing, you know, I was happy to hear that the pro wrestling community is actually doing some um, research and really caring about the cognitive abilities of the wrestlers yes. and going through uh, the level of contact right. that you go through. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as you and I were talking about earlier, before we started recording, that when I came up, uh, I broke in, in in April of 1987 and I, I started with WCW in January of 96. And I was there from 96 to April of 01 when we were bought out by WWE. But during that era, uh, and once again, this was across the board in, in, in the NFL and in every other sport, the uh, uh, if you had a concussion or, or, or a head injury back then, most of the time it was just the way of the world. You didn't really you tried to not let anybody know because right. you didn't want to lose your spot, so to speak, on, on the roster or whatever. And uh, and so there were because a lot it of, put you in a timeout, right? Right, yeah, absolutely. Right. And if you're on the shelf and you're not on TV, then you know, uh, like we always said, there's a, a thousand people trying to get your spot, you know, and you didn't want to lose your spot. And even though no one ever directly would come out and say, "Hey, you might lose your spot." It was very much implied, you know, whether it was meant to be or not. And I think that was across the board in, in the NFL and things like oh, that, absolutely. too. Oh, absolutely. I've heard but, the same story. Right, right. So Another... so we've come a long way. Mm -hmm. Very thankful that we've come a long way. But yes, uh, WWE, AEW, who are the two main companies here in the, in, the, in the States, have done an awful lot to make sure that um, concussion protocol is followed. Like, for example, now, I know, especially with AEW, if, uh, if, if a wrestler's injured, even during a match, and they suspect that it might be a head injury, they'll, they'll stop everything right there and they'll make sure that they're attended to because and with wwe with their performance center now they um when they bring anybody in for tryouts they they have them wear headgear now uh, mm -hmm. so that they actually because in wrestling you're violently taking falls back backwards on your back and Absolutely. if you until you train to, to really tuck your chin you can easily bounce your head off the mat so mm. protective headgear is it is something that should have been in place a long time ago but thankfully we're, we're making huge strides now and i'm really really happy to see that yeah, well, I'm I'm happy to hear that. Yes, it's it's good it's across the board. It's good for everybody. Well, I would say the battlefield of the mind happens, right? Right. That impacts your personality. That impacts your ability to have a vision, the ability to function daily, yeah. the ability to to have people who want to be around you. Right. Right. You know, and to have so, a quality of life twenty years from now. Twenty exactly. You know? So because uh, it may not be that obvious now, but it could be 
long after, you know, I always say, you know, long after the, the, the cheers have stopped, you know, you know, yeah. there, I see it with a lot of veteran wrestlers who, who I'm, I'm concerned about because you know, I see them dealing with things now that, that uh, you know, I just, I wonder, you know, okay, well, what's to come, you know, the next mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years. So I just do my best to stay ahead of it, stay educated. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely connect on that with our, our holistic brain. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> the repair that we're working on developing in an automated fashion. Yeah. So maybe it could be another education. It's an educational based platform. Right, right. So it could perhaps have another view well, with your school. That would be full. I have a heart for kids and I want to make sure that they understand growing up. Okay, you know, if you're wrestling, if you're doing this, maybe you better think about foregoing some of these other things. Because what right. happens is it's, your head can only sustain a number of injuries Absolutely. or assaults, I call them. So, you know, maybe you won't be doing some other things because you've chosen to do this. Maybe you're going to forego smoking. Maybe you're going to go drinking. Maybe you're going to make sure that you don't get hooked on prescription meds. That's also something that has a long-term brain consequence and all these things add up. So maybe instead of taking that, maybe you're going to learn about things like acupuncture, acupressure. I prefer acupressure, but you can take and start implementing things because you have more knowledge Right. because you can't change somebody's heart. If that's what's been programmed in it, that they're going to be a wrestler, then you just hope that you can educate them the best they can so that they can be as successful in it as possible. And and I'm very, very thankful to see that the, uh, the future is bright for professional wrestling because it really has been some people who have stepped forward in wrestling who are, you know, very much about clean living and, mm-hmm. and things because that what we put our bodies through is so traumatic, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, that by living more of a, a cleaner lifestyle, as far as maybe, you know, certainly not drinking, not smoking, not taking opiates, you know, that, that was right. a pain medication that was so prevalent during the era when I was there. Um, yeah, that, just that uh, it's every bit like it's all a layered effect, you know, yes, uh, and it either is. positively or negatively. And, uh, and to see that there's um, wrestlers now who are getting, uh, being very vocal about the fact that they choose to live their life this way, which they know is going to decrease some of the trauma, help decrease some of the trauma they put in their bodies, and also increase the quality of life, not only now, but down the road when they, you know, retire from, from wrestling. And, and that's, it's really promising for me to see that because that was not the case 20 years ago. You didn't see a lot of that at all. And, uh, and that's something I'm really, really happy to see that, that a lot of those voices are, are not only given a platform now, but they're being heard. Which, mm-hmm. is, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. How old is wrestling? Uh, professional wrestling. Professional wrestling actually started right around the, about the time after the, right after the Civil War ended. Is oh, professional really? Wrestling as I far had as no idea. The performance art, uh, which I never knew until I broke into wrestling and really started lo- learning the history of it. Um, Abraham Lincoln actually was a really good wrestler. I no way. Yeah, yeah. You would not I think that no, he would. Yeah, but, I, but, I picture him as this lanky, yeah, tall, right. awkward guy. Which I think he made that work for because I read the stories and as the legend goes, he he wrestled and won a, a lot of matches. Only lost, I think, officially lost one match, I think, which really? is really kind of cool. But uh, but it started in the carnival atmosphere. A lot of it started as legitimate wrestling matches, even though there was a performance aspect that started because it, it, you were able to control the match and, as I call, create some of the magic. You know, to right. let people when certain people they react to certain things, you go, okay, well maybe do more of that. You know, yeah, and, right. And true contests, which uh, I love, uh, like say if you're looking at amateur wrestling or collegiate wrestling or Olympic style wrestling, is, is awesome 
but you have to really know what you're looking at to, to understand really fine points to, to that, to, to understand it. But as the performance art started to creep in with the actual uh, wrestling, uh, as far as the, um, the actual holds and maneuvers, the, the promoters who were the ones that are going to be making the money off of it started to see, huh, okay, the audience reacted more to this, not so much that, let's give them more of that, you know? Yeah. And then let's, and then of course, starting the carnivals. The showmanship part of it actually was a, just a pretty automatic fit, you know. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and so the contests uh, originally around the turn of the century were very, very long contests. And then eventually, the promoters started to see, just like with baseball and, and football, and like the designated hitter in baseball, the shot clock in basketball, the almighty dollar is what generates it. And so they started getting more entertaining uh, aspects, but putting on a more time. Uh, sensitive platform whereas instead of an hour-long contest maybe it was a half hour 20 minutes or and then it got shorter and shorter to where they folks ideal time frame which now for like television is probably maybe about a seven minute match now based where we are now where back in my era a good pay-per-view match might be about 12 to 15 minutes so mm. so it's, as i always say it's a spectacle you know you, yes. you, you come to see the heroes and the villains and and, uh, and the cool costumes and the cool costume one of the first to have a magnificent entrance which was where there's lasers all over the arenas, it's snowed in the arena. Everything. <laughs> you know, I, I'm walking wow. out and I'm in the holy cow. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, how'd I get here? You know, so, surreal, right? <laughs> very surreal, very surreal. So, but uh, but wrestling is, and that's why the number one motivating factor for my co-producer Luther and I to make this film was was to to capture some of that on the film, so that when anyone as a wrestling fan wanted to to have a moment like that, they might get throw this film in and watch it and, and remind themselves of what made them fall in love with pro wrestling and, and the, the characters of in the world of pro wrestling, so to speak. So They are. They yeah. are some characters. They really are. Sure. Whether they always say there's certain people in the wrestling business that I, I think the good Lord put on this earth to actually do nothing but be a pro wrestler. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> yeah. I always say the characters out trying to be characters, even. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it, it is funny. And it's very funny. It really is. And, 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 and I've been very thankful, very fortunate. As I said, I do. I literally, I thank God every day that I've been able to, to make a living doing this and to build a name that I can be proud of and, and hopefully inspire some other of the younger generation because, you know, um, I want to, I want them to, to be, you know, um, thrilling audiences, you know, long after I'm gone, you know. Yeah. And, and I want this film to be one that, that thrills audiences and makes people feel good about pro wrestling. Hopefully I'll be here for a long time, but maybe yes, you, know, you I, will. I, I use uh, like uh, Patrick Swayze's movie Roadhouse. You know, yes. even though it's a it's a little bit of a raunchy '80s movie, but it's a movie, it's kind of a timeless movie, and, and that movie entertains people. He's been gone for a while, mm-hmm. but the, the, the you know that performance still entertains people. You know, yeah, and uh, and because uh, I, I I see it on AMC like every every other week. Yeah, see it on AMC, so, yeah. yeah. maybe but, that uh, will be hopefully. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page, who's one of our one of my, my dear dear friends, who's in this film, Hall of Fame wrestler, who reinvented himself after wrestling and has a, a huge following for this DDP yoga. And uh, I remember when he um, when he finally put out this one video that really turned the corner to where people really took notice of after ten years of really trying to make it you know resonate. And uh, and I told him I said you know, and he records everything. He records everything. He's got a great YouTube channel, great app, and everything. And I remember saying to him, I was like, bro, like I'm so thankful, I'm so happy for you to see this finally, you know, getting legs. And, and he said, you know why I'm doing all this? And I said, why? And he said, he said, because I want to be changing lives long after I'm gone. I yes. want to change their lives. And I don't think our movie is going to change anybody's be life changing, but I hope it's one that makes people smile for a first time. And maybe they tell somebody and then maybe they come back and watch it again. And it still makes them smile. 
So yeah. that's my goal. <laughs> well, I'm I'm pretty sure it'll do that. I hope so. I'm I really sure. So. <laughs> well, I thank you so much. We've covered a lot of different things. Um, I know you had a college story. I wrote college story down. Um, was that maybe the one I was telling you about my uh, my college coach that gave me uh, this, this the phrase or about it's, it's who's the one that said they know you? Maybe was that it? Or, yeah. I, I was. I always say that, uh, and this is my uh, my college athletic trainer. Um, told me the same one time. He said, everybody knows the saying, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, I think there's another part of that that makes it even more true. And I said, well, what's that? And he said, it's not what you know. It's not who you know. It's who's willing to say they know you. Who's right. willing to put their name and reputation on the line so that you might can get a, you know, a, a leg up in the, in the world in whatever it is you're looking to do. And, and I've always, I, that's my number one favorite quote. And I say it to myself all the time, you know, it's like, it's who's willing to say they know you. Who, who, and and, I, and I've, I'm a living, breathing example of, the, the people who have, who have, you know, opened up a door for me, you know, that, mm -hmm. that, that helped, uh, you know, give me an opportunity. It was up to me to do something with that opportunity, but at least they opened up the door and they put their name and reputation on the line based on maybe what I had shown them at that point. So that's one of the things I feel is very important is, is uh, when someone can do that for someone else. And I feel like I'm in a position now where hopefully I can do that for, for some other people, you know, and, and, and so that's when I say that I'm very proud of the name of Bill. That's one of the main reasons, because I want to use it to, to open, open up doors for other people, too. Yeah, actually, that, that's one of the principles when I would do a lot of ministering in the, in the prisons and the jails. Oh, yeah. And I would talk about covenant because they didn't understand what covenant most people really don't. Right. And so I'd use this analogy. Do you know Tom Cruise? Well, everybody in the room knows Tom Cruise. All right. If I said I'm married to Tom Cruise, would that be more than knowing Tom Cruise? Oh, yeah. yeah. So Tom Cruise would also have to know me. Right. Right. That's precursor. And secondly, he would have a commitment to me. Oh, wow. So yeah. I talk about that's what covenant means oh, in a spiritual relationship. That's really cool. I like that. It's not <laughs> that you just know of, well, I'm Christian. So it's not that you just know of Jesus, mm. it's acknowledging because he is right. God sure. to us. Yeah. And it's acknowledging he both knows you. And just like that, you're married because you're supposed to be your, the bride. Right. So that's that's the covenant. That's really cool. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know, between your story and, and how I've used that application, yeah. that people need to stop and really think about, there's a lot of individuals out there that it, they just had one person behind them at, at a crucial point, crucial point. Yeah, in their life, yep. it could make a huge difference right. in trajectory yep. and either launch them into where they were supposed to be, what their born destiny for this life is, yep. their message, Sorry. their purpose, or missing it. Absolutely. And, and as, as I mentioned to you before we started recording, I, I just got a message from my, my college head coach. Jim Goodman, um, uh, for, uh, I went summer of 82, I went to college to play football and uh, he recruited me to Valdosta State to play football. And I'm just amazed that, that I knew now, I know that's where I was supposed to go. And mm -hmm. uh, because if I wouldn't have gone there, uh, it was uh, my, my college athletic career. I would not have been there to meet my two friends who introduced me to the world of pro wrestling. And if not for that, I, I'm convinced that I've gone down that path on my own. So it's a, the ripple effect of yep. people coming into your life for certain very specific reasons. And uh, it's just ironic that my, my college coach reached out to me last week for the first time in, in years, and uh, which is really cool, really cool. Right. 
as you know, as believers, mm. I say that's God's divine providence on your life. Oh, I believe that 100%. That it sends people in at these times, but right. sometimes we have to be humble enough to receive it. Sometimes we have to be have our eyes open to see it. Right. That's a big one. Have your eyes open to see it. Because, right. Because uh, sometimes it can be right here and you just, and you're you just not it. seeing it. Yeah. Right. right. Well, I thank you for your time today. Thank you. This I really, is, this really, is really going to be a great um, experience to put out on the air. Oh, so. thank you. I, I really, really appreciate you letting me come on and talk and, and promote the film a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, hit it with a blast as yeah. you get closer when are, when are we what time we're, we're hoping now um uh putting all the uh, plans together for the distribution so we're mm -hmm. hoping by the end of the year i think oh, be a realistic goal. yeah to get Wonderful. it out there so yeah, yeah well maybe we'll have an end of the year party for absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> all, so, right. So, uh, all right well thank you so much and uh for all of you you can catch him, give your uh, website. The, the website for the film is, and the title of the movie is The Unbreakable Bunch. And the uh, website right now is just unbreakablebunch.com. All right. So, Thank yeah. you so Thank much. Thank you. I appreciate God it. God bless. Thank you. The real honor. Thank you again for tuning in to The Soul Connection. We can be found at soulconnectionusa.com with our developing community. Please join us again every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until our next show, find new ways this week and every week to make your own soul connections.